Okay, guys, jumping straight into episode one of the Bot Talk Uncut. We have Michael on Nova on the Bot Talk. Michael is the owner of Notify, and we have Nova who has a huge YouTube presence. If you want to watch their individual one to one Bot Talk episodes that we have done in the past, they will be linked down below. I highly recommend you go and watch those to get like a backstory before we go and do this. So let's just straight into it. The recent announcement that I do want to talk about is Nova coming over and becoming a co owner of Notify. That was a big thing, it caught a lot of eyes in the community. So I think the best way to go ahead and introduce this topic is to talk about Michael's and Nova's history. So let's jump straight into that. How did you guys meet? Um, From my perspective, I, I wanted to join his cook group. This was uh, in late 2018. I was just starting off botting and uh, I saw Carlton at the time he was known as. He was known as Carlton, um, now known as Michael, obviously. And um, I was like, yo, I got to get into his cook group because he's friends with all the cyber people. So I was like, oh, man, his group is going to get a cyber group by 100%. <laughs> Definitely yeah. did not happen. But I joined anyways um, because I was only in one group at the time. And I was like wondering if there were better options. So I joined. I went ahead and joined Notify. And that's where I was introduced to Michael, more or less. That's Yeah, that's how I um, got to meet him. Let me ask you this, Michael, just because I'm curious, like, when did I like end up popping on your radar? I know, like, I know, like the YouTube thing and, and all, but was there any point before that where I was just like a normal member, like basically a nobody where you were like, oh, this guy is kind of yeah, weird. I, oh, I didn't think you were <laughs> no, you know Yeah. I mean, I was looking at our first few DMs uh, like yesterday, just to like prepare for this. And I saw, um, like he gave some pretty good feedback like pretty early on so yeah that was like oh, okay. yeah um yeah so if somebody doesn't know what michael's talking about he did like these um feedback forms for notify basically like in an attempt to improve the, improve the group so he would be like oh what are we missing what do we need like is there anything else we can do to improve and i filled it out like like to the best of my ability to try and help him and yeah that's for anybody who has no idea what he meant by feedback yeah that is quite interesting so obviously you were in the group you are a prominent member and obviously that goes ahead and helps michael because i know there's like a good portion of people watching this that won't even remember carl notify if that's how you pronounce it like i remember when i joined the community that was like when you made the transition from that to just regular notify and like making your name Michael Nunes. I remember it's like it's a very long time ago. It's like 2018, I think. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely a good thing to know that obviously before Nova had all the YouTube and he even started YouTube, he was a member in the group that had an interest on making the place he was in a better place for all members, including himself. And that obviously ties in well with uh, the recent announcement. So we spoke about how Nova gave his feedback in the group, obviously trying to develop it at the early stages, but how did your relationship develop over the years? So obviously it started off as a member giving a lot of feedback, a lot of useful feedback, but how did that develop? How did that begin to grow over your time knowing it? Um, yeah, so from my perspective, uh, we found out about Nova's YouTube channel like when he first started, because I'm pretty sure he um, used to like post it in the group and he'd like tag us on Twitter when he posted a video, um, like the very early episodes. And then um, I, can't, I don't know, the timeline in my head is a bit like jumbled, but I remember I was in New York for a few days. And um, as you guys know, Nova is from there as well. 
and I was staying at the judge's apartment. Um, he's the owner of Notify Proxies. And then we like, I can't even remember how it came about, but basically we like called Nova and we were like, do you want to um, come over to like, because it was a drop. I can't remember what drop it was. Um, it's some like easy 700s, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's in one of Nova's videos as well. I mean, I'm in one of Nova's videos. It's yeah, like, I remember seeing that like very episode early Episode seven, maybe. I don't know. One of those. It was the inertia. Easy oh, yeah. inertia. So you linked up with him in real life. And I just want to direct a question to Nova. How was that like? Because obviously from your perspective, correct me if I'm wrong, you joined his group, kind of looked up to him in, in, way with, in terms of his connections and his, uh, how reputable he's in the community. And then skip forward a few months, you're literally meeting him in real life and like you're going up as well as uh, with the growth of your YouTube channel as well. Yeah, it was absolutely unreal. I was like, they're asking me to link with them? Is <laughs> yeah. this real life? Like, I couldn't believe it. It was like literally, to me, it was like meeting celebrities. That's the, the best way to describe it. Big Mom um, Michael, fucking up. <laughs> the tables of times now, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting to see that, like that dynamic. <laughs> yeah, because like I was still a I was still a nobody, like I was still pretty low key. But at that point in time, um Wolf gave me cyber for free basically. And I was like, holy sh and then after that, um uh what's his name? The judge invited me and I was like, bro, life is amazing. <laughs> like all the hard work is paying off. So yeah, it was it was super fun. It was a great experience. Everybody, like uh, Glenn, the judge, Michael, all mm -hmm. amazing people. So it's interesting to see how your connections developed. Obviously, anyone that's been in the community for a decent amount of time, you know, with more people, you know, the places you get into, you get access to certain things the public don't get access to. So obviously, getting a cyber copy that's amazing, and uh, going into these places IRO to bot with these people is obviously a great thing as well. But one thing I did want to uh, tap into is that very few groups in the community or companies in general tap into YouTube promotion. And that's one thing I did want to speak about. Kind of talk about both your perspectives because obviously Nova, you know the uh, result of YouTube promotion, but Michael, you've done a lot of YouTube promotion. You've done promotion on the bot talk as well. So what was your mindset when it came to involving notify when it in youtube promotion um so i remember like at first we were considering it like right when nova started but then i didn't really know because it was like um i thought like twitter was just the best thing to stick to you know what i mean um but then once like nova started because like nova grew like insanely quick um i think it was like around the time he hit like 10k i was thinking like yeah we should actually like tap into this give it a try it's like low risk um and i don't know i just feel like it's pretty unique to see things on a youtube video because like you're actually engaged with it for a longer amount of time whereas a, uh, a tweet you might only see for like a few seconds before you scroll away definitely so nova when um you had these companies when you had notify come to you how did you really like pitch it towards your audience? Because obviously with a YouTube audience, uh, it's well known that through like sponsorships across any type of channel, you can, you really have the time and the retention rate to sell a product to the consumer. So what was your type of like mindset when it came to promoting Notify to your audience? 
it, it came so natural and it's also very very relevant to my subject topic because the crypt group is basically the bread and butter of botting like knowledge and the information that you have access to is almost everything really uh, so it so it was supernatural to to promote it the very very first um uh promotional segment i did for notify is basically just like part of my video like how to get into botting so I, I split it into a few different levels. The first level is like a $0 budget, which is basically just relying on Twitter and a few other free sources. And then the other one is like buying apps. And then if you really want to get heavily into botting, then 100% like join a cook group. And then I would recommend the cook groups. And then they, these would also be sponsored. So the cook groups that I recommended were sponsored, but they are also genuinely the, the groups that I used and that I've trialed. Um, I didn't have to trial notify because I've, I've been in it, but uh, these are the groups that at the time I was thinking, yeah, this is beneficial for my viewers. So it was really natural, really easy to do. Definitely, especially if the product uh, hits a demographic correctly, because obviously with all your, a huge amount of your demographic either being botters or people that want to get into botting, if you're promoting a cook group, that is obviously going to hit uh, the head on the nail pretty well there, and that's going to translate very well to the viewers. But in terms of the results of those promotions, Michael, how, what did you kind of see from that? Because like you said, you said it was like a low risk and you didn't know what to expect. What were the results from pushing YouTube promotion? Um, I think that it just attracts a different kind of people than uh, Twitter does. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I think it attracts people who are like more... Because I feel like if you're on YouTube watching um, like Nova and stuff, you're more likely to be someone who's like wanting to learn. Um, so I noticed that we're getting like a good mix of people. So from Twitter, we'd get the more like advanced, um, experienced people. But then from YouTube, we're getting the people who are like wanting to learn. But it's not a bad thing because um, they have like generally a very positive attitude towards learning. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're more willing to do it. Yeah, because they're paying $50 a month for this cook group and they're encouraged to like actually make use of it. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it's definitely helped a lot in terms of reach and stuff. I mean, if you just look at how many views uh, Nova video gets, you'll see what I mean. Um, that's more than most tweets will get like views. Definitely. I mean, it is a very interesting way to do promotion. I've done promotion on the bot talk through pitching it to viewers and it works well because uh, people are it's kind of weird but when you're on Twitter you see the tweet for a few seconds like you said but when you're a video you're in your mind you're dedicating X amount of time and you're concentrating on the video and its content so if you're being sold a product during that video whether it be beginning middle or end you kind of consume what they're saying and you can it can kind of pique your interest at times yeah absolutely so we've spoke about your early relationship. It sounds that you've definitely had a well-invested interest in seeing Notify become a good place because you're in there and you want it to be a good place for all the members. Now, I wanted to move on to how did the idea of Nova becoming a corner come about? Because it's one thing to be tightly in with a YouTuber that's promoting your products, but to bring about the idea of becoming a corner, that's like a big thing. So how did that whole... Uh, thing going on. So yeah, as you know, like Nova had been promoting Notify for at least a year, probably nearing two years actually. Um, and it kind of just made sense to me, like 
he knows um, the target audience just as well as I do. Um, it makes sense to me that he gets brought on to assist with actually helping meet the needs of um, the people that we're trying to uh, appeal to and we're saying. And um, I think his usefulness goes well beyond just um, promotion in terms of reach. Like alongside that, we get um, obviously through his uh, connections and stuff, we're going to get, just as an example, better group buys, for example. Um, but also, even beyond all that kind of stuff, he did graduate from one of the top business schools in the US. And I'm only just currently in business school and I'm already finding like some of it pretty useful because some of it is actually applicable to like even these small companies. Um, so yeah, it just really helps to have someone else with a lot of business knowledge because, you know, me and George um, are both like still in college. Uh, George is the other corner for people who don't know. Um, so yeah, it just, he just really helps with a lot more stuff than what you can see on a surface level is what I mean. Yeah. So behind the scenes, like making sure everything's operating fine, um, maximizing certain areas, it does sound like a very ben beneficial thing, but no, but when it, when the idea of becoming a co-owner came to you, what was your type of thought process behind it? Um, I, I approached it like, um, well, let me ask you like, in terms of in terms of what like my first impressions or like how I, how i would improve the group so let's start with first impressions i feel like i do want to get into your responsibilities within the group but in terms of what you thought to yourself when the offer came on table like what was that dis discussion like in your head because obviously this is a big thing you're dedicating a lot of time toward a given company and obviously you have invested interest in making it a well-sounded company that's the best place for a consumer to go to. So what was your whole process like on deciding on whether you wanted to get involved? Oh, well, first of all, when the offer was presented to me, I was trying to keep it cool. I was trying to keep it together, but <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking out. I was like, no freaking way. Anyways, um, you know, at some point in time, this was something that I've actually thought about for a while, that um, it would be really beneficial for me to own my own group, but I know I can't do like more of the micro level stuff because it's just i already work so much time on my youtube channel and growing my brand so like having a group is like it's a full-time job and i definitely won't be able to handle that by myself so i've i've always thought to myself about the possibility of just being co-owner of one of the groups that i work with so it was never like out of the realm of like it was never out of reach. I know I could probably make it happen, but Michael was the first one who offered me the opportunity. So I took it and it was only a few groups that I was even willing to consider and Notify was one of them. So I was like, all right, man, let's make it happen. So um, yeah, that was my first impression. And slightly even before that, I was already considering something like that as a possibility. Yeah, I mean, when I heard about the announcement, I thought it was very beneficial. I remember when my first reaction was like, oh, that's going to be a big thing because just because of the fact that you have that audience, you have that reach. But one thing that you both mentioned in the discussion during this episode is that you do help out within the group as well. And that's one thing I did want to tap into. So 
you obviously do heavy promotion for your YouTube and you have a huge audience on there. But when it comes to responsibilities within the group, what other stuff do you help out with? Because I feel like a lot of the audience will be interested in hearing that. Sure. Um, so, so far, what I've done was create um, uh, how to get started in a cook group video, which basically explains more or less everything that we have to offer because there's so many groups out there or rather there's so many beginners out there who join cook groups and there's just absolutely overwhelmed the information so my job was to make that easily digestible the information easily digestible so that uh, they can learn how to utilize a group because i know there's a lot of people in groups that don't even use it and i have a feeling it's because they find all the information to be very intimidating so what they would do is, instead is try to try to ask questions in like the the general chat of whatever bots discord server they're in and that's and that's absolutely putting the group like to waste so number one we don't want people to waste their money and number two we want all of our users to succeed so that's something that i'm definitely trying to help them out with so i'm probably going to make more video content exclusive to notify uh, especially the more important ones and um, also i have a lot of future marketing plans that i not sure if i can talk about it yet but will absolutely increase the reach of notify by like tenfold hmm. yeah that is one thing that i do want to tap into and that's that you know when it comes to these types of announcements there is possible criticism and for the most part i didn't see many that i didn't see much like everyone was really disgusted about the whole idea but I guess one of the only criticisms is like, why would Nova be qualified to be a cook group owner or co-owner? And you kind of answered the question very nicely that obviously you got graduated from one of the top business schools. That doesn't go unheard. Like that is a very, very commendable achievement. And if you're transcending that into Notify, you're creating these marketing campaigns, you're creating video content. It's all a bunch of unique things that groups don't have. And I feel like that is going to set aside Notify from the rest, especially with having such a big repeatable especially with being repeatable owners, I feel like that just brings in loads of people. So I can definitely see Notify heavily benefiting from all this. There's a lot of groups that are based solely on hype and that's not what we want to do or what I envision for the group. Obviously, I want the group to be really hyped up, but that will come naturally. What I want to personally do with a group is start with a quality and the foundation of what makes a group good, what makes a group good for beginners for them to want to stay in it. Uh, and obviously the answer is to help them make money, help them succeed. So that's the, so my main focus as a co-owner is to, to enhance that foundation and then the, the hype will come afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I agree. Um, because I will admit when I first started Notify under the name Carlton Notify, it was just largely based on hype. Um, but like that only lasts for a certain period of time, like hype can't carry any business well within sneak twitter in my opinion um for like a long period of time um so yeah i think it's important that there is actual substance behind any hype um because you know with hype people don't have high expectations um so yeah we just want to make sure that we are meeting people's expectations because it has become a lot more hyped since the nova announcement um yeah, so I guess what we are just trying to do now is just ensure that like we've covered literally every base um, and the hype is deserved. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, Notify's been around like longer than I've been around. And I feel like I've been around a decent amount of time as well. So it's like there is a lot of hype and I feel like there's a lot more eyes on Notify and you guys can easily capitalize on that. Like I was in my head, I was brainstorming all the stuff you guys can do. And like just from doing this episode, it feels like you guys are maximizing a lot of those stuff. And with knowing Nova's credentials as well and his qualifications, I feel like Notify is going to get bigger. And to be honest, like, I'm saying it now, maybe when we look back at this a year from now, I could definitely see Notify being like, um, it's going to be hard to explain. Do you like when you look at cyber within bots, you know that that's right at the top. I feel like Notify could easily be like that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's the long term that's a long term goal. Where it's like super duper hyped up. But um right now, um what we are focused on is having the group members have as good of an experience as possible to help them profit as much as possible. And then we can uh get into the marketing strategy. So that's kind of the the plan at the moment is first let's try to make the group the best possible group that we possibly can make it. And then after that, then start pushing out uh marketing campaigns like more heavily than usual definitely i mean marketing campaigns is one of those things that are very overlooked in the community in my opinion i mean if you look at obviously this is going to bots if you look at amb and nsb they've made the hundreds of the, i think i can definitely say hundreds of thousands from marketing and oh, marketing man. is such a i think it's pro- the, the problem is is that like all these groups are very targeted at like people that know what they're doing and i feel like if you can market your group properly and have it accessible to people that are completely new you can really capitalize on that and if you guys can do that successfully then you are going to be seeing a lot of benefits from that so it's just depending on how you go about that in my opinion but yeah it's definitely something to think about yeah i think we definitely want a good mix of um we don't just want like beginners like 100 beginners uh but we also don't just want the group to be not accessible to new people. So I think it's important that we like maintain a balance of um, inexperienced people and experienced people. So that's why um, after our recent restock, we did a waitlist. We made people fill out things like um, how long they've been reselling, what bots they have, stuff like that. Uh, it just makes it easier for us to keep this balance in the group yeah that's a smart idea because then you can just like cherry pick what type of people you want in the group so if you see that there's a imbalance of experienced people compared to new people then you know you can balance the scales that's a that's a clever idea i remember seeing that i mean it, it seems that you guys are checking a lot of the boxes in terms of setting up for like a very big takeover like this i don't know any other group that kind of has the hype that Novi has like if we were cut if we were to cast our minds back to a year ago maybe restock world but after everything that happened it kind of went down a little so i'd say Novi is in a very good place in terms of this hype in terms of what's actually inside the group it's a very good group i've even done a video on it as well so one point i did want to cover with Nova being on board we've talked about the future marketing campaigns and the video content you're going to be bringing to notify members but how does Notify look overall go, going a few months from now? Like, what are the improvements? What are the changes you guys are wanting to make to make it a better place for everyone? Um, personally, my main focus is just making, simplifying all these complicated topics. So that can be through uh, video guides or text guides or just uh, improving the member experience overall. So it's, it's a lot of like, um, how do I explain this? 
some of it is like macro level stuff, but but the thing is, I I do want people like of like I mentioned earlier of all different um, experience levels to have like a really good time in the group and um, and to succeed as much as possible. So I'm just like trying to lay down the the foundation, and our staff members would be more into like uh, helping with the. Uh, with how to with like the technicals behind it more so so we've talked about the main topics for this uncle episode and one thing that i do want to introduce with these episodes is to talk about subtopics that are currently relevant at the time at the time of recording this video one topic that has been circling around the community for a little while and you know there's been loads of tweets a lot of discussion around is shoe palace switching to shopify now just to set this scene for you guys there's a ton not a ton but there's a quite a few bots that are surrounding around shoe palace and it's successful the bot mainly comes from shoe palace so the rumor is is that they're going to be switching to shopify and we actually had wash cups on last week on the one-to-one -one series where we spoke about uh, shoe palace and how um palace bot is succeeding on that site so i, I did want to bring this discussion to both of you and trying to get your thoughts on the whole switch and what you think about it i i personally don't think they're gonna switch anytime soon everybody's just speculating and unless it comes from like an official source like, like for example if shoe palace themselves says they're gonna switch over to shopify then they're probably gonna then they're gonna do it but as of right now they dropped a few pairs uh a few hype sneakers like jordan ones jordan 12s if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong but what i've heard is that all of these orders got canceled but at the same time there's no reason for them to be like testing on Shopify if they weren't going to switch. But that that website has been up for over a year, if I'm not mistaken. And they have the, there was this uh, discussion, the same exact discussion uh, early early last year, if I remember correctly, that, oh, Shoe Palace is switching to Shopify. But um, I think it's just blown up now because of how successful some of these uh, Shoe Palace bots became. So it's it's um become more of a talking point personally i don't think they're gonna switch anytime soon like they just dropped the jordan fives and and if they were gonna switch i feel like they would have had dropped it on their shopify already they like they still they're still dropping sneakers on on the regular website so um, I, I i personally don't think it'll switch yet yeah no i have quite the opposite opinion um I think a big difference from like, because I know the site's been in existence for a long time, but um, I think the big difference is recently that they actually dropped the password purge um, so you could look into the site and the site looks to have been made like um, to be put into actual use. Um, seems pretty modern, like, and products are loaded. I think there was like over 500 products loaded or something. I feel like they wouldn't just do that and unless they were like nearing the final stages um because obviously they will have connected like the inventory system and stuff to shopify um yeah and someone uh who was it oh Zerus said in the phantom discord that uh a shoe palace fnf told him that they already signed the shopify plus contract or something like that um so i feel like with all that in motion it should be soon um personally i think that obviously yeah. it's got to be all speculation to an extent um yeah yeah i mean 
I personally think that, you know, regardless of the switch, I think my main problem with this entire discussion is that people are like, I don't know, this is going to sound so weird, but people are getting like excited that they're going to switch because of the fact that these bots are going to like go extinct. I, I don't know if you guys are not talking about, but there's like yeah. loads of people that yeah. are like getting hyped over. It's <laughs> kind of weird, bro. It's like, I get it. why yeah. are you getting hyped? You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that's the thing that kind of killed the discussion for me because I'm like, okay, if they switch to switch, you know what I mean? Like, bots can adapt but it's the idea that if someone's put their hard work into cr- creating a module for a bot and they switch like well, how is that like a good thing yeah i remember oh, that, that, that was kind of my two cents I, there were people making fun of washed cops like oh you you failed to get the bag or that's this is the biggest bag fumble of 2020 yet when he released palace but he didn't even release that many copies so it wouldn't have made a difference either way like what's what's 20 copies like that's that's really not a lot in comparison to what other people might have thought like how many copies he dropped like it would have like honestly huge huge respect for washed cops for doing that because he could have easily dropped like 100 copies and then if they switch then then he he gets money either way but he wants his users to be successful so so he still ended up making the copies limited so huge respect to him man yeah like he could have easily sold probably like even five thousand ten thousand copies oh yeah no doubt 100 but uh yeah i definitely find it a bit weird um i know i've joked about this but i've never meant it seriously i find it weird that people are like genuinely wanting these bots to fail when like it takes so much work to develop something um and they've actually taken the time to um perfect palace bot because um, they've been talking about this for months. Uh, yeah, and they actually got it ready for a public release and stuff, got a GUI made and everything, and then they only released a limited amount of copies. Um, so it's definitely weird for people to kind of hit on that, but I can see why people hate it, um, like hate shoot palace botting, because compared to like Shopify botting and stuff, it's not very accessible to the average user because if you look at the price of a shoot palace bot that actually works um like palace bots selling for what like 6k or something now um yeah and then i'm pretty sure you have to spend a lot on proxies and stuff like that um, yeah so here here's the analogy that i came up with today um that people hating on shoe palace or people hating on palace bot or any other shoe palace bot is almost is basically the same as Manual users who have never used the bot before hating on regular <laughs> botters. It's there's absolutely yeah. no difference. I think what my main problem with this entire thing is that like the people hating on the bot, like let's put it into perspective, right? So Palace bot, right? Um I'm just gonna bring it out there. Probably to say it did it hasn't let's cast back to like I don't know, like four weeks ago. The bot hasn't came out. It probably has like top five most engaged bot twitters may, ever made without a release yeah. bro like i was looking at the interactions and engagement i was like yo how is this possible <laughs> it's like but if you account that right with all the hype how long it's been been developed for how long it's been talked about for he could have easily sold like you said five to ten thousand copies but he didn't he kept it limited and um i personally think it's just commendable that the fact that he's trying to maintain the success because obviously if you keep copies down 
uh, users down, sorry, to keep the users down that it's sustainable and people can get success. I just feel like the same people that are hitting on the downfall of the actual bot are the same people that would love to get a copy to yeah. use it or flip it, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the main reason though, is because uh, they, can't, they can't get the bot, it's, it's, it's understandable. Because it's, it's, like Michael said, it's, it's inaccessible and you're seeing people with like so many pairs of shoes. Like I remember my first impression of, I think, Shaw and Washed Cops, like getting four Jordans in one box, four to six Jordans in one box. So that's like per order. And they got like hundreds of orders. And he told me, I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say this, but he told me he would get like 1.5K checkouts uh, for the Jordan 1 Royal Toes. Um, back when they um, allowed four per order, now that's a lot of freaking shoes. And if you if you can't access a bot like that, or only a few people have a bo- have bots like that, then it, I can kind of see why it's super unfair. Or that's what it seems. But um, like I said, it goes back to the analogy of you can't hate a bot for being OP, like if you're botting yourself, because you would know the exact struggles of uh, people saying, oh yeah, botting's easy and all that when it's when it's really complicated and hard. So we've got this book about the main topics and the subtopics for this episode. That's going to go ahead and wrap up the conversation part of this episode. I'm going to go ahead and improve on this as I go further. I'm going to bring on all guests, new guests, talk about different topics other than their origin story. So I will be taking on feedback from everyone in the comments as well. But the thing that we advertise is that some of you guys will get access to notify during this episode. And that's what the event we're going to switch to right now. So after this clip, there's going to be a clip of me explaining how this event's going to happen. Make sure to go ahead and pay attention to the instructions I give you and then the event will take place after the event countdown. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you, Carson. So for this episode's event, it is very simple. There isn't going to be many instructions I'm going to discuss here. It's a lot more simpler compared to the previous events in other types of episodes. But just go ahead and listen to what I'm going to go ahead and say now. Very simply, after the event countdown that's going to follow after this clip, on screen you will have instructions on what to do to go ahead and participate and then go ahead and try get access to notify. So follow everything that is on screen after the event countdown.